Welcome to the Effects Loop. I'm Diaz. And I'm Chris. And we're keeping you in the loop with the guitar. Alright, this episode is brought to you by String Joy, makers of String and Joy. Uh, they've been an awesome supporter of the show. Go support them, check them out. Because uh, it's really cool. If you give them money, they send you really awesome strings. It's a pretty cool it's nice deal. How that works. Yeah. So um, all my guitars have string joy on them, and I'm very happy with that. Yeah. I actually gave away a set this weekend to uh, the other guitarist that was in the band uh, we are playing with. He typically uses 11, so I was like, here, yeah, try a 10.5 with a wound G. So hopefully he'll like them. Yeah, always worried about your friend's G-strings. That's the, mm-hmm. the important things. Um, yeah, so go check them out, stringjoy.com. Uh, check out their Instagram. They've got pretty cool pics that they post quite a bit. Um, and yeah, let's see. So uh, what's new, Chris? What you got that's new? Um, I don't think I personally got anything, but did you personally get anything? Well, we both got something. Oh, I was going to get to that in a second. Oh, but... so like besides that? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think I did. I don't, re- I don't know. This if whole week don't... flew by. <laughs> yeah. If it's like, if you, if you don't remember, if you, you, don't probably, know, you didn't. probably didn't. No, I didn't. I think that's the only thing I got. All right. So, uh, we both ended up getting the G seventh, uh, performance exact- three performance three capo. Yeah. Oh, it was actually really cool because I posted today and like, I had that little, like kind of I'm cool hip moment in the guitar world because mm. people were like, Oh, get a performance two capo. And I sat there, I was like, get a performance three. I love mine. And one guy's like, how did you get one? Cause they're not like, I don't think they're like super released right now. They've been doing pre-orders and limited run stuff. Actually. What? I'm curious. Like uh, if they're actually like not out yet, I don't think so. You go to sweetwater.com and see if you can order one. That's what I'm looking at. Performance two, 12 strings. You'd see that near the top if it was. I'm yeah, pretty sure. Not, not out yet. Not even on for pre-order. Yeah. So we actually got those in for review. Um, of course, that was the I got them like right before the week where every song was in G. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm just like, I was Let thinking. Me play in F shapes yeah, 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 just yeah. for kicks. Yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh. Um, so. That, but I did get to mess around with it. And the cool thing is, is they're great on acoustic as well as electric and the new technology that they, they've put in. And Chris and I were talking about it before the show started is if you get a normal capo, um, if you get it like a Kaiser or even a performance G2 or G7, the uh, performance two uh, or the NS capo from Diodario, however you pronounce it. Um, if you run along the rubber pad that, brings down to the fret bo- goes down on the fretboard there's no give really but with these there's actually some give and it moves up and it's supposed to help with uh like string buzz it's supposed to give you even pressure along the fretboard i mean because most fretboard fretboards are not flat yeah most of them have a radius to them and that's you know one of the things that they really were working on is trying to get that nice curve in every every fret or every uh, neck has a different radius or, you know, there's different variances. 
So it's pretty cool. I thought it worked great. I was playing, um, I watched the umbrella Academy on Netflix. I'm finishing it tonight and, uh, they've got a really cool soundtrack and Tiffany's, uh, I think we're alone now is on there. And I was like, man, I want to play that song. So I got the capo and, and played it and it was, uh, it held a nice even tuning across. And I think the way that the, uh, performance capos from G seventh are made, with the grip and everything, I think they're far superior to anything else. Yeah, I definitely noticed it not being like I was almost concerned because like I've never until now used a G seventh performance capo. Mm-hmm. So when I first put it on during rehearsal, I was like, "There's no way like this is tight enough." Yeah, because you just like barely give it a squeeze and it's on, and it like like you said, it stays in tune pretty well. Even though I like put, just put new strings on, it was slightly out of whack. That was probably just because of the new strings. But other than that, it was not, it was very good. Like first experience for me. I know you've had them before, so yeah. And it's really, to compare them to. It's really one of my favorite capos. And I own like a ton of different brands of capos. Uh, I've got a Kaiser. I've got a Dunlop one that kind of, uh, I've got a Dunlop one that, that's like a U shape that goes over it, which most, I understand most capos are kind of like that, but um, mm. it's got like a, a grip to it, like a trigger grip. I don't know how you'd describe it, but, um, and then I've got an NS capo from, which those were ones that I use more often for electric. I've got those from Diodario and then I had a performance uh g2 i've also got a thalia capo and the this g the performance three from g7th is probably my favorite so go check that out because they were really cool and they let us uh get them early and and get to play with them so uh let's move on so i guess that's kind of gear news we talked about actually you know we talked about that before so that was pretty cool but um, GNL released a super versatile Dahoney V12 guitar. So, I, w- what type of is this like a, a Man. Jaguar style? I would not have an ad cover up the picture. Um, yeah, yeah Jaguar. He's trying to sell me a Dodge Ram. I'm trying to get a building blocks of wow at from gobricks.com and not a sponsor. Uh, jazz no ja- yeah definitely jaguar because uh does it have the trim so it's got your, your basic uh strat style trim it looks like mm-hmm. hum- like just standard humbuckers to Two me humbuckers yeah uh the Are only mini th- toggles yeah in between right? yeah mini toggles in between the uh volume and two tone or the two Ooh. the volume and two tone knobs that would be fun um, yeah, I think it's cool, but it's like $1,700. Um, but aren't most GNLs, are they all, you know, the problem with GNL is a lot of their stuff. I understand they've got higher end stuff. So before uh-huh. someone goes on there and they're like, GNL makes more than just the cheap stuff you see on the stupid deal of the day. That was all my right. impersonation of whoever is going to do that. Um, and if you happen to have paused it whenever I said that and went and typed it and now you're back, I hope you feel bad. Um, mm. <laughs> but uh, it's the problem is, is GNL, in my opinion, has devalued themselves as a brand 
just like Pigtronics has and all these brands that are constantly on Stupid Deal today. I think there was actually a post in the effects loop where I was like, it was either me or Scott was like, who saw this coming? Because we talked about GNL being on there all the time. And the next day there was a GNL. It's it's like, I feel like they've kind of devalued the brand, but I know they make higher end stuff. But I have a feeling that they're going to be like, I don't know. I wonder if this is what the MSRP price is or if that's going to be like street value. I mean, I think they normally put MSRP in. I don't know. But $16.99 for the Faro Gold Fire Mist and $17.99 for an old school tobacco sunburst. I don't see that. I don't see it. I see that being like a thousand dollar guitar. Oh, it's a Caribbean rosewood fingerboard. So it's not just standard rosewood. It's from the Caribbean. So exotic. Do you say Caribbean all the time, or do you ever say Caribbean? Uh, when it's just by itself, it's usually Caribbean. Hmm. Or when I'm trying to be smart. I didn't know. I I, I, was, I I was just wondering. Yeah, we're talking like Pirates of the Caribbean. That's how you get it. But but, uh, but yeah, because like, you never hear anyone ever call it like Pirates of the Caribbean, really. Yeah. Because so, if someone was to say, it, you'd look at it and be like. Now I'm feeling very self conscious. I think I do say uh, Caribbean like when it's on its own. I feel like I say Caribbean whenever I'm talking about a vacation. Yeah. I'm talking about Caribbean whenever I don't like. I'm <laughs> not thinking of it in a positive light. <laughs> that might be it. But if you were like, because I feel if you said Caribbean Rosewood, I imagine like some guy with a Mai Tai in his hand saying, <laughs> Actual. Oh, all right, uh, man, Os- let's go and get some wood for the guitar. I don't I know why he's got a Jamaican Oscar accent. From, uh, oh my God. The office being like, actually. <laughs> actually, it's Caribbean whenever it's the subject of a person. You're like, wait. No. So when it's a it's, verb, it's now a Caribbean. What was the episode where they're like, I think Toby was in on it. He's like, uh, when he's the subject of the verb, when they were talking about if it's, I think it's who or whom. Oh, there yeah. was the, d- the debate. Uh, let's just, need to just do an we're episode podcast. 50. Let's watch the 50th episode <laughs> of the office and we'll talk about it. We got 30 uh, minutes left. <laughs> Um, all right, let's move on to, uh, so I, th- we're arguing, we were arguing in the pre-app if we've <sighs> talked about this and I swear we mentioned this. So we talked about Joyo before and I think we saw the picture of it on their like items site where they listed Maybe. all the pedals, but we couldn't see what it was. They, so they've actually announced the R09 vision dual modulation. So it's got two modulations you can do at a time. Um, or it's got 18 total effects. Yeah, it's. I don't wait, think any wait, of them cross. Like they're all they're both separate effects. Whopping. Whopping. Did they use the word whopping? Yes, Joyo has announced the Vision, an affordable dual channel modulation entry in its R series pedal line, which packs a whopping 18 effects. Mm. One pedal, one decision, one desire. I really feel like they should have done this in the 18 like, whopping effects. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I feel like they should have done this in the Matthews effects kind of layout where they had four switches. I don't know. I yeah, you know to where you had everything on each side. Like you have it to where you can do a into B or, Oh, it's actually a you parallel. Can. You can do parallel or in series. Ooh. 
and and okay but it'd be nice to be able to go it's four jacks i wonder if it's uh two ins two outs and you can run them independently i'm on the joyo side it's left right for both so is it wait wait yeah so stereo oh there's a i'm gonna click this advertisement and see where it takes me oh no sleep number bed 360 smarts okay so real quick oh 100 night trial Sorry. Oh my goodness. Um, so it looks like there's like optimal trim, whatever uh, SMCH is. Small oh, low, middle child. Low, <laughs> low bit, auto wall, analog flanger, phaser, octave, STUT, stut, stutter? A stutter effect? That, that could be cool. If that's I what that guess. is. Uh, vibrato on the other side there's a mod phaser chorus whatever another stph is stereo phaser oh yeah stereo phaser so that means this would plg oh flg so flanger i can't read what this is it looks like an a and d i can't give up no idea yeah and they're rot no idea trim lo-fi i'm guessing l-o-o dash ph Looper? It says no. No. Loogie fur? I don't know. Then a tri chorus. Oh, wait, wait. Hold on. Both sides have tap tempo. That's pretty cool. 89 bucks. That's actually like a really good deal. Yeah. And especially if if both of these are going to be. Oh, no. That was Moore who stole everything. Um, (laughs) Never mind. I take that back, Joyo. You've been good to us. Yeah, this would be pretty cool. Uh, Matt, I wonder if they're coming up with an updated amp sims because they're so they, they all the iron. Oh wait, no, they do have the Iron Man series and they have the what Iron Man series? The like their version of mini pedals. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that could be cool if they uh, revamped. Are we the gonna see sims. like a Helix attempt? Yeah, from didn't them soon? Uh, I, I thought they already did a multi effect. No, that was uh, newer. Hot Tone. Hot, hot, hot one. Hot Tone. Hot Tone. Whichever one it is. Iriwababali Kamshida. What? That's actually Korean. <laughs> it actually means... Do you I have think, any idea what you just said before it we means, get uh, totally shut down? No, it means like it's like, hurry up, come here. Okay. My, am, I, am I honestly... My stepdad used to say it, and he was in Korea... It might mean get your ass over here. <laughs> I have a feeling that's <laughs> that might be what it means. And now you just offended all of the uh, non-cursing. Ah, listen, that's such a marginal group. I'm not worried about it. I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah. I made my pastor cuss before, so we're all good. Good job. Um. All right. Yeah. So enough about my sinning. Tech 21 <laughs> unveils. Um. FRFR. For for power engine deuce deluxe cab for guitar and bass. So I you know what? Out of all the companies that are gonna do an FRFR, which I know always gets called mm-hmm. Duke going, and I think Scott has feelings about it too. Um Tech 21's a company that I'd like to see do that. Because I mean, they had the only like powered like power section only cab for a while, if I'm correct on that. Like the original power engine. Know. 
Uh, I don't know. Okay. Maybe. But uh, I don't I really don't know th- that enough about that. Um but the thing is is they make great quality sounding things. The fly mm-hmm. rigs, man, I really would love to play with a fly rig one time. Um and uh look at the Sans amp. Mm-hmm. That is like an industry standard for bass players. I I would trust them with it. It'd be pretty cool. I wonder how much. Yeah. What's the price on it going to be? Uh, this six forty five. Yeah, which That's is kind of high. Not horrible. Yeah, because but you can go get a used like first. Uh, I don't know edition if you want to call it that. Uh, power engine for mm-hmm. under two hundred bucks. I think if I remember right. Same concept, just probably not full range, full uh, whatever. Flat range, yeah. Flat, flat range. response, full flat response range, home home on the range. <laughs> um, but home, home. yeah, no, it's cool. Kudos to you, Tech Twenty One. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. And you saw this one and freaked out a little bit. Well, not really freaked out, but you were like, "Oh, that's cool." The next thing on the list. Oh, the uh, Rockboard power supply. Yeah. Is that what I flipped out about? I don't know oh, why. You kind of, I you're like, oh, I don't know. That's why <laughs> I, th- I went full Andy. <laughs> thank you. I was gonna say thank you, Andy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's, you're the one who went that way. Um, yeah. All right, but it's a cool little power supply. The question is, is it isolated? Is it isolated? Uh, look. Let's see. It's a mains adapter. Those outputs aren't isolated. Oh, it's only 78 bucks though. Yeah. I don't know. That's what kind of caught my eye, but then I was scrolling through Amazon and found out that Joyo actually had a... How many outputs did it have? Eight? Mm Mm-hmm. Or maybe nine or ten. Output power supply, completely isolated. No. And had a USB out. Wait, the Joyo one. I don't not, think No, it... no, no. Not the Joyo one that you always see. Apparently there's another series that nobody really knows about that I just happened to find on Amazon. <clears throat> well, the only thing about that is I've just seen a lot of people I just go with the trusted with the power supply. Like I got oh, a yeah, true yeah, tone. Yeah. The only reason the only thing I have to say about people who get the non isolated power supplies is why not just get a daisy chain? It makes them feel better about themselves. I mean, that's all it really is. Because this probably has a big ass brick that is attached to it. Mm hmm. Dang straight. Yeah. I say just get a one spot and call it a day. It's cheaper. Wait, can you actually link this? You know, this might. It's looking like this might be similar to how the um, Strymon stuff is laid out. Oh, the. Where you have like the main in. And then you have like an output that you can power the next power supply down the chain in. Yeah. That would help with like, I could see this for like cable management where you have like one pedal or one actual power coming in from the wall and then having your outs all semi neat and tidy. But I don't know. 80 bucks. Oh, you know, throw in another 20 bucks and get what, uh, used, uh, PT2 or pedal power two. Yeah. You know what? Uh, 
actually was pretty cool this week that I missed out on and I'm bummed. The Valentine by Sterling in black was on the stupid deal of the day for 400 bucks. Mm-hmm. Makes me sad. But anywho, let's move on to the last thing on our news. And this is really cool. I can't believe I forgot about this because I was actually kind of excited about this. Um, TC Electronics announced the Brainwaves pitch shifter. Oh, you actually knew about this? Yeah. I found I, this like I while I was scrolling through uh, Sweetwater. I was like, I did not see that anywhere. I, I think this was announced like maybe a month ago. It might have been a NAM thing. Oh. Um, but this was actually really cool because where they had the uh, other one, which was kind of like a POG. What was that one called? I forgot. Oh, shoot. Is it down here in the weird like maybe you'd like this? Yeah, the Quintessence Harmony pedal. That's what it is. Um, this is more like uh, an like a whammy. It's got different octaves and voices. Um, and the cool thing is, is with the mash, is you're taking away the whole footprint of the uh, like having to use like an expression pedal, right? Which is really cool, and it's got tone print, which is awesome. Ooh. I think I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it has got yeah. uh, TP one. It's got three. Uh print so if it's yeah. got a whammy fx tie like are we gonna be able to like if we didn't want to run stereo put a uh expression pedal into one of the jacks uh i would think here let's see oh wait or was it tc that oh no it is them with uh, the mash button uh, yeah let's see hold on hold on, hold on i don't know how i feel about that I wonder if you could. That would suck if you couldn't. Maybe that is a little bummer. Let's see. And again, a lot of people don't necessarily need like a whammy function. They just need the actual pitch shifting. Like I could like this uh this last weekend I used my whammy to just kind of add uh some top end mm-hmm. to some stuff. And I could have very easily gotten away with a pitch shift as long as it like kept up i want a whammy pedal again i really needed a wah again this weekend but i uh did not go buy one i like my wah it's pretty good i wonder if there's a whammy pedal on ebay why ebay use reverb <laughs> well because because i, I I found some good cheap stuff people put on there. Uh, so we finished up that. Scoot on over to the topic. Where is it? Okay, so Adam Rohrer, if we pronounce the name right, I think we're very both confused. Uh, mm-hmm. Suggested, in 10 years, do you think you'll own any of the gear that you currently have? If not, what will your rig look like? Yeah. Um. You want me to go first if you're looking, still. Looking at what? Looking at wall or whammies. Oh no no no! I'm actually uh, in the middle of ordering my MJT. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm excited. Uh, Uh, I'll go first then. Um, I think as far as things I'd keep, I definitely keep the custom jazz bass that 
I parted together and did the custom glitter job on. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do I have in my possession? I'll probably keep the Orange Sparkle Telly Deluxe, too, and maybe the Billy Joe. Because I feel like I'd always... Every time I've gotten rid of a junior and not had another junior coming, I've always missed having a junior. Yeah. Um, I'm, I've got a... I've got to say, I'm going to definitely keep my SG. That thing's not going anywhere. So is it just like kind of limited edition or just hard to find because of the they, vibrato on it? Well, they've got, they've been releasing that vibrato again, which is, I'd say that was probably what made my SG more uh, rare was it's the original two series and it was a limited edition. They did. It was, uh, a 50s style like it's got a thinner neck than most sgs and it's got the maestro vibrola and they've started doing that again but it's also i've just i feel so comfortable with that guitar is this the best way to put it i was playing right. this sunday and every week i play my sg every once in a while i'll go a week without it but that's like my go-to guitar i bring that that's my only guitar and i just enjoy myself with it um, I probably, I'd, I'd say the Firebird could go. I wouldn't like ever say I'm not doing that, but, um, I think my telly is going to stay with me forever. I'm probably gonna have to replace the neck on it, but I'm just, I don't think that's going to go anywhere. Yeah. Let's see. Amp wise. What do you think you'll be doing in 10 years? I feel like I'll probably still be sitting on an AC 30. Cause the edge that's if I can AC actually 30. still carry around an AC 30 in 10 years. Yeah. Cause I've got old man back already. Gotta love some old man. back. <laughs> um, I've got to look through all these messages. Then pedal wise, I'll probably still have my, and hopefully expanded on it. My collection of, Ibanez 10 series pedals. Mm -hmm. I've got three currently. Then whenever I can get like a higher uh, expendable budget, I definitely won't plan on getting more down the road. And hopefully actually being able to also buy another early 80s uh, TS9 or TS like 808 just to have and like brag about. Mm hmm. I don't know. Maybe get a Stevie Ray Vaughan's one that's probably still sitting at a Carter Vintage in Nashville. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I see myself having like the Kemper too. <laughs> that's about it. I I don't know. The Kemper's really just been great on a, like relieving the want for a guitar or not a guitar, a new amp. Mm-hmm. Because it's just really cool. I mean, you get new profiles come out and you get a different sound. And it just, it's so easy. It's better than lugging around a heavy amp and dealing with, oh, it's too loud. Can you turn it down? Da, 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 da. It's just, yeah. it's stress-free. I have no, like, I know that it's going to be there. It's going to work. I'm ready to go. Hmm. So that's where I see myself in 10 years. So, well, 
let's so let's talk about what we see going on in the gear world in 10 years because it's only been 28 minutes be fun. <laughs> uh, i feel like uh we probably will end up down more of a like digital like it like digital becoming more the norm because you got to think people in our generation and the generation after us are going to be sadly uh like not to get a little too morbid but uh replacing the older generation that's kind of all oh tube 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 solid state meh you know so i feel like we're gonna have a little bit more acceptance over digital effects which is probably to some people might seem like a bad thing because you might lose that touch unless digital gets caught up really well which what when did uh how long has the helix been out now Three, four years. Uh, something the like Kemper that, yeah. has been out probably a little longer than that. And Axe Effects way mm-hmm. before that. Yeah. So you got to th- think these forerunners in that realm have come in such a long way in five to ten years. Give it another five to ten years, it'll probably be hundred times better. If I had to take a guess. Yeah. I think that uh, I think we're just gonna move so much more into digital. Like I, it's it's really the wave of the future. It's where everything's going, and with what we can do with digital stuff nowadays, is phenomenal. And programming new sounds and stuff like that. I also see in like ten years, I I see like a kind of a maybe another circle of people wanting certain styles coming out. I think there's going to be like a real weird, I'd like to see in the next 10 years, like a real thing for like crazy Russian guitars happen. Like just the weirdest. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. That would be interesting. I want to see that because I don't want to be a part of it. I just want to sit back and watch that. <laughs> <laughs> like they're like, it's like if you like, like everyone started thinking like Jack Black is like, I just want to fight my guitar. I don't want it to play smooth or easy. Jack Black or Jack White. Which one did I say? You said Jack Black. Well, he could have said that too. Um, but yeah. Uh, correct us in the group if. Uh, Jack it was Black Jack would ever White. Say that. I don't. Whatever. <laughs> Jack Black might say it. But yeah, uh, I think that would be kind of interesting to see that happen. I don't know if it will, though. But the question would be would it be because. I know Harmony isn't necessarily. Uh, like Russian, but they still kind of have that like funky funk faster fa- yeah, factor to them. Yeah. It's like kind of like the weird, like catalog guitars. Yeah. Like just, you think, uh, I will actually see resurgence in those, or you think people are actually going to reach out and try to find like, go buy that $20 K that you found on your local Craigslist. That's been there for six years. Or do you think it'll be new? I don't know. You don't. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm like, sorry. I had a phone call come through. I was kind of distracted for a second. I'm a horrible person. You have to like, have you shut your phone off during recording sessions. I, I, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, 
all of you guys who sent money are not getting a refund. Um, but I think it would be kind of interesting to see just, I want to see like people do stupid stuff. Like, you know, like kind of like the guy, like who was sitting back whenever people were like wearing like Jinkos going, (laughs) you're going to look really stupid in 10 years. I want to be that guy. Let's see. Let's see. Too much eBay, not enough Mel Bay. So I was slightly confused, Stephen Conradi. And now I understand what you're saying. Is it well, was too- I correct on it? Or is it something? Well, I know I know what Mel Bay is. Mel Bay was like uh the company that made all the guitar books and the the music books. They did a lot of that stuff. I'm guessing he's saying are people buying too much stuff instead of learning too much stuff? Because uh, that makes everybody me, I, has that argument though. I was well, I was slightly confused because I was like, is this some sort of like old guy eBay that I don't know about? <laughs> it's Mel Gibson's. Like, uh, Mel Gibson, Mel G- get all your anti-Semitic items. Yeah, that was topical. I'm still mad at you, <laughs> Mel Gibson, for the things you said. Anywho, um, mm. <laughs> Chris is just like, uh, <laughs> um, I, you know, I don't, I don't care. I think that's, I used to have an opinion on it, but I think I've gotten to the point where I really don't freaking care if people want to spend stupid money and like blow it and they feel like it makes them a better player. I don't care because when they do that, they're supporting companies of like people that I like. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. Because that means that my friends can make guitar stuff for a living and do what they love and people will buy it. Do, do I think that the person who has like the Strymon Trinity is better than the guy who's running the pod 80, like HD, whatever? No, I don't care. What if you can make it sound good, make it sound good. Yeah. So I don't, and, and if, I don't know. I think that we do you know, some guitar players need to learn a little bit more music theory, but hell, I mean, what was the ongoing joke? Slash made his life off the pen. You know, he made millions of dollars off the pentatonic scale. Who cares? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I've become like the cynical, not the cynical old man, but I've just become like the guy who's like over the gear world when yeah. people want to like snub. Cause that's the stuff that like doesn't help the guitar world is people getting like their nose turned up in the air. My dog is barking like a madman. I hope that this doesn't get picked up. I don't hear anything on my end from you. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um. Anywho, uh, I don't know. I, I would say that you can spend your time on eBay or Mel Bay and do whatever you want. You can buy a Jim Bay. I might. I may. You know. I just may. Get some hay. Eat it down by the bay. In a box with the fox. <laughs> um, let's see. We could just like do like seven topics on one episode. Uh, keeping your guitars maintained on a budget. Learn to do it yourself if you're really on that much of a budget. If on a proper budget, you should be learning. Buy the tools. As, Watch some uh, YouTube videos. Yeah, it's all you really. You don't have to get. If you're wanting just a basic knowledge, like adjusting saddles and like getting it intonated like that's going to be the easiest thing if you're wanting to learn how to like file like frets crown them whatever other terms there are you know you might as well just pay the 
I think my guy's only like 40, 50 bucks. And he'll do most of all of that. It's not bad. Yeah. That's... Who's, who's your worm guy? Um... <laughs> <laughs> just random. Let's see how many The Office references we can just sneak in. You're paying way too much for worms. Who's your worm guy? Um, Yeah, that was a good... I think that was... That would probably be my answer to that. It's like, learning that stuff, I feel like, isn't too too terrible, I don't think. No. No. The main thing is, is because I'm not an, a, a person who's, like, super detail-oriented. So I also know my limits. I think that's a big thing, too. Knowing your limits and knowing what you're willing to risk. Are you willing to risk destroying that guitar that your grandfather brought back from World War II after killing the Nazis. Mm-hmm. No, you're probably probably not that skilled. I wouldn't do that. But are you skilled enough to like tighten or uh, to adjust the neck on a Squire bullet? Yeah, take the risk. Yeah. It'll be okay. Or get a get a guitar for you to practice on. Find a cheap guitar and have fun. I mean, snap the trust rod. Who cares? <laughs> if you if you get a thirty dollar guitar. I say do that. Everyone ruins one guitar in their life. Just decide which one it's going to be for you. I haven't done that. You haven't ruined one guitar? No. All right. I've ruined like 10, so you can have one of mine. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This is why I just like let other people do it. That way I don't have to run that risk. Yeah, but... Well, and you always got to... I also don't want to actually adjust uh, like neck tension... Like stuff like that, I would really rather prefer somebody else do it. Yeah, Unless I that's absolutely true. knew what I was doing. That's true. I think it also depends on how much money you make. Because <laughs> at some point, on a budget, you're gonna have to figure something out, or you can just play a really tough guitar, and you'll be seven years ahead of what I said's gonna happen yeah. with Jack Black and the uh, Apocalypse. So, <laughs> uh... Uh, let's see. The last one: pick two hosts from Guitar Podcast to fist fight. Go, Chris. Mm. He's like, no. He's like, no. no. Clifton Worley. Oh, and oh, oh, oh. I like where this is going. Steve Rao. 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 Steve Rao. Dang. Uh, the Battle of the Beards. And they're, they both lead worship, too. That would oh be interesting. That would be a very, very interesting fight. Okay, all right, so even though I asked the question, can they be on the same podcast? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Wait, who'd you say? I said, can they be on the same podcast? All right, you know what? No, I don't want them on the same podcast. I was seeing if they could be. I want to see... Um, I want to see you and Phil fight. I feel like that would just be interesting. Yeah. Maybe... Uh, oh, shoot, what's his name? I'm calling out Will LaHue. I know they recorded a podcast. Come on, Will. What's who's the uh, uh, Brian uh, Gower? Is that his last name? Oh, is he on the Tone Jerks? Yeah, I saw his name's Brian. I can't remember. I think his it last is. Name's like yeah. a G. Um, maybe Gower. like him and I don't know Paul Pennington or like Co Snyder. I would never want to see Paul fight anyone. I love Paul. Seems he's. His heart's too big to fight. <laughs> you would He's fight so, with love. Ooh, ooh. Um, so maybe Paul and Co. Because Co. is see, a really chill guy too. I want to <laughs> see 
Blake Wyland and uh, Ryan Burke. I feel like that would be epic. Yeah. All right, we're gonna, we're gonna have like a whole like fantasy league of podcasts host fights. We could find we'd have to like they'd have to like flip a coin or like rock paper scissors to see who wins. All right, I know what we're doing at Summer Nam. Oh gosh, rock Dude, paper our, scissors our, fights. Yes, I was gonna say get a uh, bouncy castle or maybe Ooh. the uh, like sumo. Sumo suits. Oh my gosh, we could have a, we could recreate the episode of The Office where Michael. Yeah, so if anybody, a uh, any companies are going to Summer Name and want to sponsor a uh, old like American Gladiator uh, of the guitar world, uh, hit us oh up. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, <laughs> I want to be Blazer. That's my. That's I want that to be my my American Gladiator name. I want to be Blazer. Hmm. All right, that's it. I figured out what we're gonna do. On, we're gonna we're gonna do it on like Sunday. We're gonna raise. We're gonna get up in the morning like the Olympics. Everyone has to get up early. Mm-hmm. There's my dog barking again. Get him, Kylo. Uh, yeah. All right. So, uh, always end with a good fist fight. My mom told me. Um. So, uh, thanks for joining us. Is your mom uh, Dwight's mom? If if Dwight Schrute was my brother, I would not be upset. I'm still upset that they didn't do the spinoff of Dwight's family. It's kind of a bummer. You know they were setting that up whenever uh, it, when his uh, his aunt died. Oh, see, I had, didn't get in. Wait, was that season ten or nine? Yeah, that was that was the fi- it was the final season. Huh? Yeah, I didn't know that was gonna be the uh, the reason the plan. they did that. Huh. Yeah, that's why they started introducing his sister and his it was his brother and all that. Um was they were gonna do a spinoff about the Shroot Farms. Hmm. So yeah, and now hmm. you guys learned something too. I'm a little sad. Yeah, the, it didn't happen. <laughs> now Rain Wilson's just terrorizing children somewhere. Um not really. He was in that well, he was in the movie The Rocker or whatever it was, but that's the last thing I really remember him in. So do you think the uh, reunion is going to happen? I would hope so. I don't see why anyone wouldn't do it. I don't know. Because I, I feel like I've heard rumors of a couple of the past cast members like not wanting to jump back in and like ruin a good thing. Mm. I think the only person who would do that is Ryan. Or the guy who played Ryan. Maybe it's just because Ryan was a douche. <laughs> but, well, he's um, also like one of the like main producers, so he probably is a little more like connected to. But it. I th- I think he was like because he branched off and like, I mean he was in Inglorious Bastards and all that, and I feel like he branched out and wouldn't want to go back. Yeah. I feel like he'd be the one of the people that's like I don't want to go back. I could see uh, everyone else kind of wanting to do it. John Krasinski, I think, has said he wanted to do it. Yeah, I think I think uh, Jenna Jenna Fisher I think even said she would. Yeah, I think she was like one of the main people to push it. Yeah, but all right, we're all right. So this has been the, the Office, Office Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> yeah, all right. So uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, leave us a review on iTunes. Follow us on Instagram at the Effects Loop. Go to our Facebook group. You can tell us 
how stupid I am. Um, you can also vote on if Polynesian sauce or Zach sauce is better. Um, and the Lord knows Polynesian sauce is better. Uh, go check out our YouTube. Uh, if you're listening on YouTube, subscribe and uh, let's pump those numbers up so we can get a really cool URL. That's the only thing we're shooting for. Mm-hmm. If you have any ideas for topics um, or any cool things you want us to talk about in gear news, email us at theeffectsloop at gmail.com and check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash theeffectsloop. we got different tiers you can help support us. We're going to hit Summer Nam up and if we can get enough supporters, we're going to make Winter Nam a thing. Um, but uh, that's one way if you enjoy us that you can support us or send us free crap i'll think we're <laughs> ever, i'll never get mad for free stuff so yeah. speak free, uh month old if it's got polynesian sauce i'll still try, I'll, st- I'll still <laughs> go for it um uh, shout out again to g7th for sending us the performance 3 capo it's a fantastic capo um the main reason you know we reached out to him was so we could review it and it's you know it's one of those things that if you hear people talk about it you might be interested and and we want to be able to give you a good idea of how we feel about it and it's a really good capo it's i think it's like 40 to 50 dollars sounds right and it's it's worth it i mean i've played with kaisers and they cause issues a lot of the time i know a lot of people are fans of them I personally didn't like them, but uh, Chris, you can talk about you know how it was going and using the G7 for the first time. It's so much easier to use. It really was. All you had to do is just like squeeze it down. Like you didn't have to worry about lining it up or anything. Just squeeze done. Yep. I will um, say I uh, switched guitars in the middle of the song. That uh, not in the middle of the song, but. Uh, not as easy to grab off of another guitar that you just put down so there's that little thing for what the g7 yeah the g7 yeah um yeah sometimes it can be a little awkward but it's really i I don't have i think once you get used to the way it goes and actually the um way this releases compared to the older models has more of a springy thing to it has more of a spring so it's actually improved as well over the previous models so all right um thanks for joining us i'm diaz and i'm chris and we'll see you next time guys see ya